Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show, and another week. Thanks for being here on the Ike Wingate Show Monday, June 19th, 2023. Happens to be Juneteenth as well. Celebrity birthdays coming up this hour, this day in history, random facts plus headlines that you may have missed from around the world. Next hour, uh, we've got some interesting stories coming up, including a man that breaks into a woman's apartment and then apologizes later online. Really a weird story out there. And what are the best cities in America for meat eating? we got that list coming up for you as well. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. Hopefully you survived the storms overnight into uh, Sunday. Yeah, and I've got some pictures of uh, some downed trees and some power line issues and stuff, but hopefully everything's back to semi-normal at your place today. But First, let's go to uh, celebrity birthdays. Here we go. Who's having a birthday today? Atticus Schaefer, who played Brick Heck, and he always whispered on the middle. He's 25 today. Paul Dano, the Riddler in Batman, is 39. Macklemore, rapper, 40 today. Zoe Zaldana, who plays Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy, is 45. Dirk Norwitzki. Norwitzki. I always have a Dirk Dirk Norwitzki. I always have a hard time with his last time. He's 45 today. NBA, former NBA power forward. Played in uh, Dallas. Ryan Hurst, who played Beta on The Walking Dead, is 47. Hugh Dancy from Hannibal. He played the FBI Special Investigator Will Graham. He is 48 today. Robin Tooney, who played Teresa Lisbon in The Mentalist, is 51. Jean Dujardin... The French actor who won a Best Actor Oscar for the Artist is 51. Brian Head Welch, the corn guitarist, is 53. Mia Sarah, who is Ferris's girlfriend Sloan in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, amongst uh, many other roles that she played. But she's 56 today. How about that? Paula, uh, Paula Abdul is 61. Kathleen Turner, who played Joan Wilder in Romancing the Stone. You remember that movie? My goodness. What a movie. 69 today. Kathleen Turner is 69. Uh, Felicia Rashad, who played Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show, is 75 today. Uh, Ann Wilson, heart singer, 73. And, of course, today's Juneteenth. Slavery outlawed on this date in 18. 18- 
62 in the United States. Father's Day celebrated for the first time in Spokane, Washington on this date in 1910. The FCC, a.k.a. the Federal Communications Commission, created on this date in 1934. In 1942, Marilyn Monroe married her first husband, Jim Daughtry. They divorced three years later, paving the way for her to marry uh, both Joe DiMaggio and Arthur Miller. We won't even mention JFK in there. All right, and let's move on. In 1953, Julius... And Estelle Rosenberg, who'd been convicted of conspiring to pass U.S. atomic secrets to the Soviet Union, were executed at Sing Sing Prison in New York. Garfield, the cartoon cat, debuted in 41 U.S. newspapers for the very first time on this date in 1978. What else we got here? The Chicago Bulls picked Michael Jordan from the University of North Carolina, third in the NBA draft on this date in 1978. 84. The f- number one draft that year was Hakeem Olajuwon, who went to the Houston Rockets. Uh, what else we got? And Michael Jackson put on a show on the West German side of the Berlin Wall for an estimated 5,000 East Germans. That happened on this date in 1988. And the soprano star James Gandolfini died of a massive heart attack in Italy on this date in 2013. He was only 51. Those are your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you are having a great Monday out there. It is time now for your random facts. Random fact number one. In 2015, NPR reported that one in three murders in America go unsolved. But that was before true crime podcast, uh, true crime podcast, right? More recently, in 2021, it's down to 51 percent of homicides. That uh, well, let's see. That wait a minute. In 2015, one in three murders go unsolved. So that would be 66 percent are solved. In 2021. Only 51% were solved, so it dropped, okay? I kind of got those mixed up. Uh, Okay, all right, well, there you go. Your next random fact, when Tupac Shakur was a kid, you know, the rapper who was shot, uh, he studied ballet and even played the role of the Mouse King in the Nutcracker. Wow, where where, where did he go wrong? (laughs) He took a turn. I always liked Tupac's music, Uh, I will admit that. Uh, You know, not the cleanest stuff, but... That's what I mean. I remember, you know, getting the CDs for a cent. You know, you get like twelve CDs for one cent or whatever from BMG or whatever it was. And I never even heard of Tupac, but I saw his picture on uh, one of the CDs you could get. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds good. And the rest is history. Explains a lot, doesn't it? Your next random fact: Robin Williams wanted to play the role of Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. But the producers had a rule that they'd only cast British actors, so they told him no. That's discrimination! The reason Tiger Woods always wears a red shirt on the final day of a tournament is because his mother once told him to. (laughs) That's pretty simple. Mom says it, you better do it. Uh, It reminded of uh, on Parks and Recreation when Ron, Ron Swanson, he would also wear a red shirt at times. If you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. And your final random fact, the U.S. has more millionaires than Sweden has people. There are more than 11.6 million American households 
that now have a net worth over $1 million versus just 10.4 million people in total in Sweden. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Million dollars is worth a lot less these days, though, right? Good morning to you. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. We want to say thank you to our sponsor, Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. Your first headline is, Older Americans got hooked on stocks, now they can't let go. Nearly two-thirds of U.S. adults aged 65 and older own equity, up from roughly half of Americans in the same age cohort before the 2008 financial crisis. Conventional financial wisdom suggests investors should rotate from risk risk assets such as stocks into havens such as bonds as they age and with rates having risen rapidly since last year. Bonds and cash look more attractive than they have in a long time, yet many older Americans say they aren't ready to part ways with their stock market bets. That's according to a Wall Street Journal Article And your next headline, accounts of life in a Russian labor camp highlight a grim prospect for reporter Gershkovich. At IK-17, a remote penitentiary in uh, Russia's Mordovia region, inmates struggle with hazardous work, limited nourishment, and summary stints in solitary confinement. The facility is likely a destination for jailed Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. Who sh- uh, should he be convicted and sentenced to a prison term? That's according to Russian penal systems experts. And after giving the cold shoulder for months, China is engaging with the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken arrived in Beijing yesterday, the first visit by an American cabinet-level official since 2019. Chinese officials, state media, and academics have all played up the notion that it is the U.S. side. That has been the most eager to meet, but Beijing has had its own reasons for detente. Okay. Uh, Let's see. And, of course, uh, Biden expected to meet with President Xi Jinping during the trip, though neither country has confirmed that. And let's see here. During his first political rally since announcing his re-election bid, President Joe Biden promised higher wages and more jobs, focusing on the economy, and how it is ticking up through some of his major legislative victories and how that will affect the bank accounts of working people. The early flex from the nascent Biden re-election campaign was designed to contrast with the uncertainty in the Republican field. This week, Biden's got plans for four fundraisers on a trip to California's Bay Area and expect to, to appear before donors on swings through Chicago, New York, and the Washington suburbs later this month. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you had a fantastic weekend out there. Of course, uh, storms blew blew through on Saturday night. Some downed tree limbs, some power lines, some people without power. I know uh, several crews out that got uh, most people back up pretty quickly yesterday morning on, uh, of course, Father's Day morning. And so uh, anyway, hopefully you and yours are safe. You and yours are back with power and no damage, hopefully, for you. But uh, certainly kind of wild. It could have been a lot worse. You know, when that storm system was moving through Oklahoma, it uh, definitely was spinning off a lot of, you know, far worse conditions. But it's like when it hit, I don't know, basically after it went across the line, the Arkansas line, in uh, Benton County and uh, 
Washington County. It sort of dissipated or at least split apart and uh, certainly far different than what was being forecast. Certainly got some wind still, but uh, thankfully we didn't get the brunt of a much larger, more powerful system. But uh, there was a reported tornado. We will tell you about that coming up in the 8 o'clock hour in the news headlines for you in case you missed that story. We'll tell you where that occurred. It was in uh, the you know southern area of our, I, I guess, uh, what, yeah, you might be able to pick us up down there. But either way, it was, uh, you know, closer to Clarksville. But we'll tell you about that coming up in the headlines next hour. But hopefully you and yours are well, safe, with power. Not, not any major damage, but uh, certainly uh, I've seen some pictures out there on Facebook and received some on the text line. Let us know if you had damage. We'd love to uh, find out about it. 870-505-1518. You can send us a text with pictures or leave a voicemail or whatever. We don't answer. 870-505-1518. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. We'll put this in the category of criminal but polite. Police in Philadelphia looking for a man who allegedly broke into a woman's house, stole more than $5,000 worth of items, and then apologized to her online. This is Paige Tosher talking about the man who broke into her house. Judging by the fact that I was only gone for six minutes and how quickly he came into my house after I left, it seems like he had probably been looking into my window prior to the event. I mean, I think I was in shock. I was like, is this really him? Like, is this, is he really confessing on a public forum? Also, a lot of people saying that this same person may have broken into their house. Wow, it sounds very interesting. Like, uh, he might be someone who lives nearby if he knew exactly when you were leaving or anything like that. But yet, not only stealing, breaking in, and violating this woman's privacy... He apologized, so is it all good now? Anyway, he posted several comments online asking for forgiveness. He said he went into the wrong house, but still grabbed some things on the way out. You believe that? I sure don't. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, Juneteenth out there. And have you ever found yourself saying, where's the meat? You know, where's the beef? Okay, maybe you ask yourself, where's the beef? Or you find yourself saying, who has the meat? Is that better? Okay, well, now there's a full list out there of the best cities in America for meat eaters. (laughs) You know, we hear plenty of things about plant-based blah, 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 fake burgers, blah, blah, blah. But look, just coming out of Father's Day weekend, it is all about meat and potatoes. I had myself a very delicious bone-in ribeye on Saturday night. Cooked it myself, but uh, my wife brought it to me, and it was delicious. And I felt like a real dad. Anyway, there's a new ranking out there of best cities in America for meat eaters. It's comprehensive. They considered factors like the number of steakhouses, barbecue restaurants, burger spots, and butcher shops. Yeah, because it's important to have all of those things, right? I mean, you want to go out to eat at times, but hey, maybe you want to, you know, smoke a brisket or, you know, grill your own steak, and it's important to have those butcher shops around as well. Uh, The other factors were local meat quality as well as demand for meat in the area. 
This is surprising. In the end, the top city for meat lovers was Miami, Florida. What? Las Vegas was the runner-up, followed by Atlanta, Minneapolis, San Francisco, Oakland, Portland, Oregon, uh, Boston, Denver, and Kansas City. I can see Kansas City being up there for their their barbecue. Miami may have been number one overall, but Vegas is the best city for steakhouses, apparently. They have 119 steakhouses in Las Vegas. Pretty wild. All right, what else do we got here? Uh, Let me see here. I'm trying to see if there's any... Yeah, Tulsa was ranked 22. I think that's probably the nearest city we've got as far as best cities for meat eaters. They go on to say this about Miami. Okay, this might give us a little more info. The city is home to more meat destinations than any other city on the list. They have 84 steakhouses in Miami, 50 barbecue restaurants, more than 250 burger restaurants. Okay. So there we go. That That's what you need to know if you're looking for the meats. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is an example of someone who had her own struggles and used it for good. This is a story coming out of Phoenix, Arizona. This lady's name's Cynthia Scott. She spent half her life addicted to drugs, but she's living proof it's never too late to turn your life around. She's now thriving in her sobriety and the owner of a small clothing store chain and is using those stores to uplift others from their lowest points. She said for 23 years, she was a heroin addict and was in jail 17 different times. So she was compelled and encouraged to share, wrote a book based on her life, and she needed a place to sell it. She created that space, a clothing store, and she decided to pay it forward. She started putting 55 cents of every purchase toward helping clothe other women who are getting out of prison, battered homes, and sober living. And she does it all for free. She also donates several personal hygiene items as well for any woman that comes looking for help. So this lady is someone to emulate, went through a rough time, but using it to help others. Cynthia Scott, we salute you for doing good out there. You got a story out there of someone doing good? Let us tell it. We love to catch people doing good. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. Now, your headlines. The National Weather Service has confirmed that a tornado hit part of Logan County, Arkansas in the overnight hours into Sunday morning just south of Clarksville. That's, of course, in Logan County, Arkansas. Several downed trees were blocking roads in Scranton and Prairie View, Arkansas, as well as a chicken barn with part of its roof ripped off along Highway 109 and several downed power lines. The tornado hit the area of Scranton and Prairie View about 1.15 a.m., and the National Weather Service has confirmed it was a tornado via radar. And the U.S. Marshals are still looking for two Arkansas men considered armed and dangerous. Brendan Brewer, 29 years old of Conway, and Darius Alford, 22, have warrants for their arrest. Brewer's wanted for a felony charge of the possession of a firearm. And Alford has a warrant for capital murder in connection to the, Re- the West Roosevelt Road homicide on May 6th. Officers said not to approach Brewer or Alford 
if spotted. And Conagra Foods Incorporated in Russellville, Arkansas, is recalling over 2,000 pounds of frozen beef shepherd's pie products that may have been contaminated with extraneous materials, specifically clear and flexible plastic. According to the, uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service, the frozen beef shepherd's pie products were produced on March 1st of 2023 with a timestamp between 1745 and 1756 hours. Consumers with questions about the recall can contact Conagra's Consumer Care Hotline at 877-469-3783. Those are your headlines. Good morning and a very pleasant Monday morning to you. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479 253 one, two, three, four. You think you could be an influencer out there? Well, some folks that are getting up there a little bit in age say they can. Yeah, a lot of older folks say they don't get why the younger generations would want to be social media influencers. But not all seniors feel that way. Some of them want a piece of the action. According to a new poll, 63% of senior citizens use social media daily. 25% of them say they could go viral by sharing their own life advice. I'll tell you what. You see people that are influencers online giving out advice, and they have no idea what they're talking about. They haven't lived it. They don't really know it. And they've convinced people that they're experts somehow, and it happens all the time. Now, an elderly person, or I should say a senior citizen, obviously has a lot of life experience that they could pass on to folks. And according to a new poll, 25% believe the same thing. It's unclear how this life advice would be presented. Maybe a hack that they've learned or car rants about how we all need a haircut, maybe? No. (laughs) That will be me, I promise you, um, when I become a senior citizen. I will be ranting about haircuts, probably. Um... But it, it, maybe it's just back in back in my day stories. I don't know. I would guess there's plenty of wisdom to go around out there. And there are so many tricks that we try to come up with to deal with life. But age-old wisdom, I think, is the best recipe in a lot of cases. 41% of seniors would skip social media and just have their insights put into a book. 86% of them say they would go back in time if they could. said in a recent poll that they would do it mainly to make better decisions. Huh. And then randomly, they asked these senior citizens, this is according to one poll, by the way, they asked these senior citizens which fashion trends they'd love to wear again, and they said, survey says, 27% of people said that they would want to wear bell bottoms again. I thought that was one of the best things that didn't continue, I thought bell-bottoms were, but of course, I've never worn them, so what is so great about them? The air that you get to your ankles? Uh, The top response was bell-bottoms, and then followed by tie-dye. Well, you can still wear tie-dye. Come on. You can make your own tie-dye. Come on. You can do it. You can make a video about it. Come on, senior citizens. Let's do this. All right, good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. 
Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.